0: again, Can't stop, won't stop. We're on location here, Miami Mike Sports Zone, fresh off another jam-packed weekend. And uh, I am your host, RIC, and the place to be here with Miami Mike himself, fresh off his trip up to Boston College. Oh, yeah. Talk about behind the scenes. You were just everywhere you could possibly imagine. Of course, uh, big time football with the Clemson Tigers in town. How was the experience,
1: Mike? Oh, it was wonderful. What made it special was that uh, Alumni Stadium is right on the campus of Boston College. Mm-hmm. So spend the whole afternoon with the student athletes, some of the alumni, uh, walking around campus and, and, and being on the field. It was very exciting spending about 12 hours up there. Uh, a lot of behind the scenes stuff that, oh, yeah. that, that for me, is, is also exciting. And me to bring it to the fans is even much more exciting. And I'll tell you what getting down on the field, spending some time in the press box. What an experience to have. And, uh, Boston College welcomed us with open arms. Very
0: cool stuff. Thank and, you. Uh, Miami Mike, uh, wanders places that, uh, very few can gain access to. Yeah. Uh, we always appreciate that. And, uh, we'll be on location, of course, this yeah. weekend. Stay tuned for that. Of course, we got the wine tasting tonight. Yeah. Oh, 7 to yeah. 9, prime rib. yeah, Uh, 14 2 sides, and, uh, we got our super producer, Sam, uh, making stuff happen behind the scenes. Of course, we're brought to you by Tridonis Clothing. Check them out, Tridonis.com. Use our promo code NFLDB. Get a 10% discount code there. Of course, our good friends at Defiance Fuel. We've got Jim Ehrlich in the building with the Easy Edge Sweeper. And, of course, uh, Kyle's Gridiron Showcase, Mike, January, right around the corner. Get ready. And our good friends at Parabolic Performance and Rehab here in New Jersey, I mean, we are just going to be immersed with the NFL draft process, telling these guys stories, their pets to the draft. And the cool thing about live streaming is we do it in real time. That's it. We're not this mainstream media, cleaned up, polished version, you know, dictating the message here. We're giving it to you raw. We're giving it to you uncut. I'm excited, man. But, you know, hey, listen, it's another NFL week holiday in the book. It's an NFL week six.
1: Will you believe
0: it? Oh, I'm not on. We're a quarter of the way through the season already. And also, we don't have an official announcement yet, but we will be coming out in Long Island. Uh, we will be coming to uh, the best pizzeria, Umberto's on the East Coast. Yes, with Big Daddy. Those are some big words, so we're going to put that to the test. Yep. But we're going to have a great big event. Announcement coming. And uh, li- really looking forward to that one. So stay tuned. Follow us on Twitter at NFL Draft Bible, Miami underscore Mike. One three. One three. Marino. And uh, we are streaming also live on the Facebook, on the Periscope, on the Twitter, on Blog Talk Radio. Of course, on iTunes. You could always catch our archive. And, Mike, everybody is getting banged and bopped over the head Man. with highlights from yesterday. So let's just. Look into that crystal ball and right right into week six. Monday night tailgate show, baby. Here we, we go. got the week long tailgate. We're bring it to you right now. Reaction from week five, what it means for week six. NFC East. We start right there. Philadelphia three and one. The Wentz wagon hit a little bump in the road. His first INT. Washington goes and steals one from yeah. Baltimore. Uh, I happen to be in the location all anybody could talk about was the Ravens-Redskins game, and uh, Kirk Cousins here is going to be at home taking on Carson Wentz, coming into Washington, a big NFC each, uh, a coin toss game. Mike, 3-1 Philly, 3-2 Washington, but the winner here will compete with Dallas to try to maintain the lead in that NFC. Well,
1: I'll tell you what, Philly last two possessions, last two offensive plays they had in the game, a fumble and an interception, turn the ball over, they lost the game. We called it, though, last week. We said Philly would stumble this week. Now, 3-2 Washington's played a lot better. Kirk Cousins on his game. I give this game to Washington. Philly goes to 3-2. Washington moves to 4-2. and two. I have the Redskins over the Eagles.
0: Well, you know, I happen to agree with you because – the Redskins were my pick to win the NFC East at the beginning of the season. And while I do think Philadelphia is a legitimate playoff contender, I don't think they're a Super Bowl contender yet. Yeah. But we just heard Dick Vermeil say Carson Wentz is the most impressive, number one overall pick he's ever seen. I mean, no, that's, no, that's big words. And you know what? That's, that includes Andrew Luck, John. Right. And that's
1: Dan Marino, many of the greats. But three and one, it speaks with the record. That's the bottom line. Speech with the record, three and one. And he wasn't said.
0: he wasn't in training camp taking those first team reps no. going into the season as if he was the star. He right. was we saw him. Right. Third string, last to get on the field, very few reps. And we didn't like that. I didn't I didn't like the way
1: Brad looked when he was with the Eagles. Now he looks like a pro bowler with the Vikings. Unbelievable. And now you have Carson Wentz. So in the end the Vikings won, yeah, and the Eagles won because they both know right. that they have quarterbacks. They both got to steal. That's
0: it. I mean, again, the way Bradford is playing, they only give up a first or whatever they gave up. I don't care what you get; it's a steal. Yeah. And, and the only Eagles Eagles undefeated team left in the NFL. Unbelievable. The Vikings. And and Winston and uh, Bradford are at the top. Yeah. So we both have the Redskins. Yeah. We both like them to move on to four and two at home against Philadelphia, and uh, surprisingly. Washington getting two points in that game, so that might be a good money line play in Vegas. Hey, just saying. Who knows? I'm going with the Redskins. Now, let's keep it in the NFC East. The Giants, a lot of uh, angry people just walking the streets of New York, Mike, people coming up to me. I'm not even joking you. They're so angry. They are. They're so pissed off. They're frustrated. And there's a lot to be angry about. And uh, quite honestly, Baltimore is angry as well. They just fired their offensive coordinator, Mark Trestman, gone. Out. Marty Martinwig in. See what happens there. So, and we saw what happened. Uh, we, we saw a coordinator in, in Buffalo get fired, and all of a sudden they got rejuvenated. We'll see yeah. what happens with Baltimore. They're going to come up the turnpike into the MetLife. Uh, Giants are the favorite here, but the way they've been playing lately, it's hard to consider them a favorite in anything, Mike. Uh, how do you like this with Flacco versus Manning, Eli that is, to – Quarterback,
1: questionably elite. Well, you know, Baltimore's coming into town off of a tough loss against the Redskins. Giants' offensive line is struggling. Uh, Their starting running backs are out. Uh, Ravens' defense is playing pretty well, and Baltimore are three and two, heading up to the uh, MetLife Stadium. I'm going to go ahead and say that this game, Flacco and the Ravens, go up to MetLife and beat the Giants because the Giants' offensive line is is, is weak. Manning's uh, eyes aren't down the field; they're more worried about who's coming at him. So they're off, you know. I think Beckham's performance. I think he's just still lost the way he's acting, hugging and kissing, uh, you know, the 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 kicking net last night. That's all fun and games, but. When you're worried about that, that means your mind's not on the game. You've got to be on the game all day, you know. So I'm going to Baltimore this week.
0: Mental part of the game, a big part. Yeah. And just 23 years old, uh, you still see him maturing before our very eyes. Yeah. Maybe not. Maybe we're waiting for him. He to has control. to go. This is what you go through. He's going to learn. He's right. Learn. Now, get done. like I said, there's a, there's a lot not to like about the Giants. I'm going to go on the defensive side in that secondary. A lot of injuries. Uh, banged up guys in there in the secondary. And I think the big problem with Trestman is the deep ball disappeared. And, you know, they got Mike Wallace on the roster now, and that deep ball presence hasn't been on the roster. I think Baltimore comes into the Meadowlands, takes some chances down the field, tests that Giants secondary out, and I think they're going to get a big play or two with Jersey Joe Flacco yeah. coming back to Jersey. And uh, I like Baltimore to steal this one, and that's going to knock the Giants back down Four uh, losses in a row.
1: they will be two and four if they and, lose this week.
0: And we're going to talk about Dallas's 4-1 and one later on in the show, Mike. Hey, I just want to remind people that we do have a hotline if they want to get in on the action, call in. You got questions, we got answers. You want to talk to Miami, Mike, you got a question from me. Hey, give us a call. This is the number. You ready? 657-383-1134. 657-383-1134. Call us up. Get on the line. We'll answer your questions. We're giving away an easy edge. You got to come down to Miami Mike's. You got 20 minutes to come down. We're gonna be giving it away. We're gonna get the uh, wine tasting going right after the show. Prime rib, Monday night football here at Miami Mike's Sports Zone. But Mike, everybody wants to know about the Miami Dolphins. What's going on? They were uh, chanting uh, for for a Ooh, we're prize. Can, Hill's head in the second quarter here. Uh, of week and Adam Gay says, I don't care, no matter what the situation is. Tanny Hill's our guy. Now, I think March they have a decision to make. There's a, a $14 million guarantee kicks in for next season if they decide to keep them uh, with the deadline of March. But they got to get through this season, and the Pittsburgh Steelers are coming to town. Uh, we saw them dismantle the yeah. Jets. It was embarrassing. The Jets have a very good defense, and uh, Big Ben just came in. Winged it and slinged it for 380 yards. Fine guy, uh, Sammy Coates, Antonio Brown, yeah. Jesse James, and the other. Uh, how do you see the Dolphins now stacking up against the Steelers? I know you just got some breaking news coming down the wire yeah. just before we went on the air here.
1: Yeah, you know starting linebacker is now placed on IR with a neck injury. So not only was the, the Dolphins a week already at linebacker with him as the starter, Now they are even weaker. So, uh, you know, Dolphins is just a team that's struggling right now. Once again, no offensive linemen. They got Tunsil who got hurt in the shower before the game. Alberts has been out. He's not the player he once was. Pouncey's not 100%. So, uh, a lot of struggles there in South Florida. The, The calls for Tannehill will be put on the bench. You know, the fans are frustrated. You know, we haven't won in years down there. And never my lifetime did I think a Miami Dolphin organization will be faltering the way they've done. Coach changing coaches year after year. It's to the point now everybody's frustrated. One in four uh, Pittsburgh coming into town. Uh, this I, I can't pick the Dolphins this week. I have to take wow. I have to take the Steelers. Just by the way they're playing in all the injuries. You got Big Ben and Antonio Brown coming at you. They, they, it's too hard to stop. Uh, I saw sort
0: of what, what Julio Jones did to them. You know. Yes, I did. (laughs) Well, I got to say, since we've done the show, I don't know how many episodes, that's got to be a first. It's a first. Miami Mike has never gone against the Dolphins. No. no. This is a a, a Monday night tailgate first. Yeah. He's gone the other way, which means I have no choice. Miami Mike ain't taking the Dolphins. You better believe. You know, I was trying to believe last week. I I, inside – I felt like the t- Titans would win. Yeah, I went with the Dolphins because I want to believe. I know. And I want to. I want to believe. I want to listen to Marino and, and Duper and listen to all the good things they say about Adam Gates and building the program. But when building the program doesn't translate into wins, it's very hard to be patient. You're right. And it leads to frustration. And uh, frustration sometimes leads to turnover. And like you said, it's been constant change. Year after year, a new coach, a new offense, a new system. They need some stability, and it all starts at quarterback, Mike. I, I hate to say it, but, you know, if it was up to me, I would not opt to guarantee that contract come March right. and guarantee that money in the bank for Ryan Tannehill. Well,
1: you know, that's going to be a decision Tannehill of the Dolphins is going to have to make, you know. Indeed, yeah. Uh, you know, it's it's going to be a quick and fast, and if they don't have help where do you go from there now? Well, Deshaun Watson, the Dolphins scouts were at the Clemson-Boston College game. They had two scouts there for the game. Are they looking at Deshaun? Possibly. Why wouldn't they at this point, right? Tony Romo might be available. Tony Romo might be available, but with his injuries, I don't think the Dolphins were going that direction. Okay.
0: Fair enough. We both have the Steelers, and uh, aside from that one hiccup they had, I mean, they're looking pretty good. Le'Veon Bell is back in the saddle. Funny as it sounds, that little three-game suspension might work out in the long run, keeping fresh throughout the year. Um, but how about Atlanta? They just like these King Man. Kong killers. They take out Carolina. Uh, they take out uh, this week the Denver Broncos. And now uh, and they go to Seattle and try to go into one of the toughest places to play in the league, Mike, in Seattle. and In fact, Seattle's is almost a touchdown favorite despite Atlanta's uh, success this season, but the Falcons. I'm long. taking Atlanta and the, I'm taking Atlanta and the points
1: because I'll tell you what that team right there. I, I counted. I'm so, I, I called them pretenders early on. Yes, you did. I did. But they're proving me wrong, and they're beating teams that they shouldn't be. Right, they are. You know, and it's funny this because – The kids
0: been Coleman, too, uh, coming out of the backfield, catching balls yeah. all over the field. You know,
1: they, they had that big season two years ago, and then last year yeah. they came out short and wound up losing all those games. Right. So it was like, oh, that's, that, that's the Atlanta Falcons that we normally see. They came out this year. I, didn't, I, I thought they were pretenders, but 4-1. They're taking care of business on both sides of the ball as well.
0: And maybe with Dan Quinn, the pride of Morristown, we should have known better. Yeah. With that Jersey mentality, maybe we should have. Well, you
1: know what? You're right, but when you think of Atlanta Falcons, I mean, you don't think of them as this powerhouse football team. They've been steady. They've been winning the last few years. They had that, like I said, they had the one down year last year after they went up, winning their first year and went 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 downhill from there. But that's the team I expected to see this year. That team, that's ah. You know, they, they but they are. They're just like an A.T., but they're four on one.
0: The Falcons. But you know, all of a sudden they have these guys. They're not maybe necessarily household names, but Mohamed Sanu, Tevin Coleman, Devonta Freeman, uh, the tight end, do some damage. So hey, uh, you know, as much as I want to believe in all the positivity that we just see. Mike and myself disagree on this one. I'm gonna to go to Seattle I right. have Atlanta all right and uh, I like Seattle at home. It's a tough place to go in and play especially when you got to travel cross country into Seattle it always leaves me a little bit leery uh, so I'm gonna go with Seattle in on this one and if I remember correctly I think they're coming off of bywood yeah, so. yeah they are.
1: And, and once again like you said with, with Atlanta having to travel you know sometimes those long trips, you're closer as a team, you know? Okay. And then when you win in Seattle and you fly back, how much fun are you having on that plane? Oh, no doubt about That's it. That's what being 4-1 does right now. You have confidence going there to play the game. If you come out there with a big W, man, you're going to have some plane right home from Seattle. Oh, yeah, Carolina, and Denver, and Seattle. Right? Oh, Those are big wins for Atlanta. I'm going, I've am i got the
0: Falcons. All right. Falcons, Seahawks, we'll come back next week, see how it pans out. But we mentioned that NFC East we mentioned the, uh, every team we discussed, and now the Dallas the, the Cowboys. The best division right now in football, the NFC. The is. most competitive. Yep. By right, far. Right. And they're going to travel into Green Bay, who just uh, shut down the Giants all yeah. around. Uh, and, and uh, you know, they're favored in this one. But Dallas led by a couple of rookies. I'll tell you, yeah. they got two rookie of the year candidates. Right. We,
1: but we, we originally talked about Dak. Right. Right. Of course, we saw what he did on preseason. Ezekiel Elliott was out all preseason. We didn't know what he was going to bring to the table. But right now, that offensive line is the MVP. Oh, man. I mean, did you see what they're doing to these people? D.K. even guys? get
0: touched. It's It's like incredible. Uh, it actually is somewhat reminiscent of the Emmitt Smith and his offensive line. I hate to say it, but, I mean, some of the holes they're paving for this guy. It's really Our reminiscent. Our good
1: friend, Mel Hodge, he broke down a play today. And the play where you mentioned Ezekiel didn't get touched. Right. The play was broken down so wonderfully. He's, he's good. And you just showed they had, what happened was they had the two tight ends lined up, one on the right, one on the left. The one on the left came in motion. So as the play started, he was right behind the tight end on the right side. The tight end in front went out like a pass pattern, so he took the outside linebacker and the safeties. That line, that other tight end coming across the defensive end, he came back and crushed them. Everybody went that way. Zeke came up and up, bang, right up on. Wow. This Dallas team, Dak Prescott, Ezekiel that offensive line, they're doing it without the quarterback in there, restarting receiver.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's how been one. Yeah, Dez has been on the bench for two, two weeks, three weeks now. And I got Ray Ray from JAG texting me all all excited about it. He should be. I mean, that's an exciting
1: (laughs) 4-1 team. And everybody's talking about Tony Romo when he comes back. Don't worry about that right now.
0: Worry about Green Bay and who you have in there. But if you're the head coach, you have to think about it. But,
1: but, Jerry, but Jerry Jones said that there's no discussing it today. He said Tony Romo's the starter when he comes back. He made that but announcement. But
0: if you're Jason Garrett, how do you feel about that? I don't like
1: that at all. I want to make a decision. <laughs> but, but you know who runs Dallas. Okay, but in your heart, do you believe that? I, I don't. I don't. Because I said Dak is going to be the rookie of the year. And right now, he is the rookie of the year the NFL, no? I'll tell you what, if they beat Green Bay,
0: (laughs) there's no bench and back for
1: Romo, that's for sure.
0: I mean,
1: it's it's something down the road that they'll have to worry about. But going forward, what I think is going to happen with Tony Romo, they said eight weeks. Eight weeks is going to go to ten weeks. You know, they're not going to rush him back. And at that
0: point, they could be uh, You know, we'll see what happens. You don't
1: know where they're going to be at that point. Then they make the decision. Well, how
0: does this one shake down uh, Green Bay hosting Dallas?
1: I got the Cowboys this week. Uh-oh. I'm taking the Cowboys back and Ezekiel Elliott because I know, I know the Packers have a nice pass rush, but that offensive line is going to control Green Bay. And if you noticed yesterday, Aaron Rodgers did not really have a great game. He saw some interceptions he threw, a couple bad passes. So I'm going to take Dallas this week over Green Bay. Well, you know
0: what that means. Yeah. What did you do this week? And yeah, I yeah. think that. All right, we'll, we'll you see. Know, you know, you like the road dogs this week, and that's okay. And I, and I like the running game. Keep keep, wow. keep them off the field for a little bit. I like I like the lacey starks combination, but I think that Lacey's might show too. I believe. I, I think he is. And I like what Starks did when he came into the game, but I think Aaron Rodgers is going to say, "Come over here, young fellow. Let me show you a thing or two. Yeah. How we do this thing here in Green Bay." And I think Rodgers is going to come out swinging it. And uh, while I do like the young nucleus that Dallas has suddenly built here, I think Green Bay's experience, I think being at home, I think they're riding high with a, a big win over the Giants. They come back home. They beat up on Dallas. They uh, really are going to be there neck and neck with the Vikings. And whoever doesn't win that division is going to have to play a wild card. There's team. only
1: one wild card spot open right now in the NFC. You figure Green Bay and Minnesota might win and take one of those wild-card spots. So at the end of the day, who gets, this, who gets the last spot? That's it's going to be tough down It'll the road. It's going to be tough to get in there. And that's, that's one of uh, where they changed the, the uh, concept from three divisions to four. You lost that wild-card. A lot of years the Dolphins used to get yes. in as that six seed. Right. Now there's not there's not that really that six that third wild. I like
0: the older. I like out, it man. too. I
1: like the three division. I think when you when wildcard. you're
0: awarding a playoff spot based on winning a division with only three other teams, that ain't you know. Yeah. Hey, that's up to so, the NFL. Let's flip it over to the AFC a little bit, Mike. And this game has major implications on the AFC South. Yeah where Indianapolis, they snuck one out again. Luck, luck, luck. A little bit of luck. little bit of luck. Two and three, traveling into Houston, three and two, where their offense is somewhat still faltering here. But coming back home, David and Clowney got completely dominated uh, this past week, which was embarrassing. But that's the story for another day. J.J. Watt is out. The Houston defense is not what people thought it would be. How do you see this one shaking out with Indianapolis? Well, coming into Houston, trying to uh, pull even. If Indy can steal it, both teams move to Green Bay. Well, you know Clowney, he's under Chiefs
1: since he's come out of college. When he, you know, when he made that one big hit, everybody thought bells (laughs) and whistles. Here we go. Then he got injured. So, you know, I think a lot of the thing is he he doesn't take care of his body. Came out of college as a stud. The NFL, you need to. Or maybe he was just. So big and so strong. Yeah, he, over, he, over, he ripped two of <laughs> those college guys. Now in the NFL, I think he's on the Chief. J.J. Watt is out. Um, the Houston Texans offense, you're right, still trying to find himself. Andrew Luck is starting to come around now. Though though that, that team is not the Indianapolis coach we used to. You know, they, they're not going to put up
0: 45 points yeah. and, and win every game. It's not like. Well, the that. offensive line is leaky. The yeah. running game is barely non existent. Even and, though. And Frank Gore, I thought this was amazing past Jim Brown on the all-time rushing list. He's been in the league a long time, Frank Cole. He has. And it's Jim Brown, he didn't play as much. Right. They didn't play as many games, 12 games a year. But Jim Brown is all of a sudden now 10th all-time on the rush. You know, well, <laughs> arguably, I think that the, the, one of the best, if not the best running back, that broke Earl Campbell and Sweetness. In the mix. But arguably, the best running back, he's now 10th
1: on the all-time and it's funny because, you know, I – I spent some time with Jim Brown at the ESPYs, and as he was walking off the stage, I was walking side by side. He had his cane going, and I was like, hey, Jim, how are you? We had a brief moment, and I was like, the place was packed. I said, Jim, do you want me to help you get through there? He's like, no, son, I I got this. I'll handle this. And he went with his cane and battled his way through all the fans and everything. It was a great moment. And, you know, that Jim Brown, that that face, he looks right at you. Wow. Yeah, Jim Brown was the greatest Back then and now, he's, he's the tenth all-time
0: leader. Russia, amazing, right? Uh, it'd be nice to see uh, for him to get to see the Browns win a Super Bowl before he at least in uh, <laughs> <at least laughs> the playoffs, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if uh, that's gonna happen. But uh, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Luck here to keep the yeah, momentum going. Uh, thank you. I think uh, I think the Colts are gonna win this division, but I think they'll be one and done in the playoffs because yeah. their defense is is horrible. Their offensive line is terrible. Ryan Grickson, and while I do appreciate his CFL roots and him exploring the small school guys, you know, sometimes you get too cute and too fancy when the obvious talent is in front of you. You can't pass that up. And I think the, the, the drafting the last couple of years with the Colts, their picks and selections, it just
1: really hasn't
0: been a whole heck of a lot to like. Yeah. And like you said, there's no weapons they used to have Reggie Wayne and Marvin Harrison and Edgar and James or Marshall Clark or whoever was back to Dallas Clark the tight end.
1: Now, I mean, you, you, do you think one of the reasons uh, can be the money? You know, you got to pay Andrew Luck. Couple examples: you pay Andrew Luck the big money. Now you don't have the weapons and the place, the pieces you need around them. So all these struggles. Dolphins signed a guy like in Dominic Sue, eighteen, twenty million a year. There's no more money for the rest of the defense. Look what happens. Yeah. Now you get a guy like Brady and the Patriots, and it's funny because this is who we have to say does it. Oh, I'll take 10000000 million. Don't worry. I'm right. good with that.
0: Well, and not only that. And they got money for everybody else. Well, when you have a guy like Sue, and you roll the dice on a big money free agent like Maxwell, and it goes busto. Yeah. It, it busto. It goes, busto. I mean, it just hurts that much more.
1: I know. Because you're restricted. Do you think this is what's right. happening with Indy now? I
0: well, mean... It, it, Of course, he just got the new contract. It could be hurting them in free agency, but again, I I, I still don't think there's no excuse for drafting. Right, drafting is talent. You You know, you need to be able to discover talent and build with it. Because what happens when you go to free agency? You're going to always overpay. That's just how it goes. Right. But But you you can develop without. And even I mean, hey, listen, there's more undrafted free agent guys in the league than drafted. Believe me, if you can find those guys. I mean, the Patriots, we went to the training camp, Mike, really? their roster, one, one through 90, it was incredible. I mean, the 40, 38 guys or whatever that got cut, I guarantee you that 90% of those guys are on a roster. Yep, or on a practice yeah. block somewhere. And For that's sure. the thing is, is, is really what separates NFL teams, everybody has a good top end at the run. Everybody has superstars. How deep is it? Right. People talk about next man up. Well, do you have the depth? The same. And, 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 and we see
1: in this league, a lot of teams don't. Right. And you see the Patriots, they go to I mean, the
0: quarterback, they're, they're, they're up there too. The to Cleveland yeah. Browns are on the 43. I mean, but uh, boy that's Terrell Pryor, <laughs> I mean, you, but, but that, that's
1: That's one of the things now with some of these GMs, as well as the quarterbacks and agents and the big, big money players. If you're going to take all that money and take it for yourself, at the end of the day, you, you're not going to win in this league.
0: Yeah, well, we uh, we will keep our eye on that situation. And we, that was the Sunday night preview, and then we go over to the Monday night to kind of wrap things up and put a big ribbon on uh, the NFL Week 6 preview here, Monday night tailgate show, at Miami Mike's with the RIC, and can't stop, won't stop. Hey now. Scott we're going to be giving away some things here in a moment. Uh, New York Jets a lot of panic here, Mike, in our backyard. And people calling for Todd Bowles head on the radio already and everything. And the paper traveling into Arizona where they, they pulled it off with Drew Stanton. They snuck one out. They pulled it even at tune three. But we just discussed how hard it is to get a sneak in the NFC wild card. Arizona and a lot of other teams fighting for that final spot. But at home, another one of these cross-country flights. Where the Jets, I mean, this has got to be a team fighting for desperation. I believe they won opening week, yes? yeah? Yeah. Now four in a row. Will they lose five in a row?
1: I, I think uh, the Jets are in disarray right now. They're all over the board. Uh, you know, the, the calls for Todd Bowles' job, they're not going to get rid of him. And, uh, you know, it's just it's just disturbing to hear it. But the Jets are struggling. Fitzpatrick is not playing well. Once again, I, I credit a lot of that for not being in camp and training with the team. Arizona at 2-3 is an underachieving team right now. But I have Arizona at home this week beating the Jets on Monday Night Football. Jets traveling across the country. But I think Arizona will win and will cover the spread as well. Does it
0: matter whether Stanton or Palmer is in for you? No, either one. I just think Arizona is a better team right now than the Jets.
1: I, I hate
0: to say it, I have to agree. Uh, as much as I want the Jets to win, as much as I want to believe, this is a team – we called it, Mike. This, this yeah. is going to be a team that goes backward this year. Last year they had a nice cushion schedule, not so much this no. year. We're starting to see it. every game is going to be a struggle for them. Yeah, no doubt about and, it. And, you know, Decker, don't underestimate the loss of Decker. No, that because hurts. Because he was going back to last season and into this season, this guy was as consistent as any receiver in the league. Yeah. not, And he started
1: well this year He oh. was making some big plays For the Jets early on I mean he was
0: like 20 games in a row With yeah. 80 yards He was playing mean, well was... early on Then the injury came And Brandon Marshall
1: Took that shot with the knee You know And uh, you know Forte's trying to get Some yards up in there But uh, you know Overall It's an underachieving One of 14 and What's disturbing Is the defense You know To have these Big big defensive linemen And some really great talent Down there I think that was Achievement right now This year
0: well, again, I mean, both New York or New Jersey teams that secondary. I mean, people. Well, I mean, Arizona's gonna have a field day with this secondary. I, 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 I don't know what their ranks, but I would have to believe that if they're not the worst passing defense in the league, they have to be one, right. one of the bottom. And I think because of that, uh, I'm with you. Whether it's Stan Palmer, I think Arizona wins. And if Palmer starts, I think it's gonna get real ugly real early. Yeah. But, well. Let's hope not for the fans.
1: <laughs> so we got to a little Monday night football. Absolutely. But, but it's always good to watch the local teams Monday night prime Time. Of course. Yeah, out, You know? Yeah. It, it'll be a fun night. Uh, it'll be Jets football. It'll be a prime web night.
0: Yeah. And,
1: uh, you know, even though I'm picking Arizona, you know, the Jets fans, good luck. All right.
0: Well, there you have it. We uh, recapped all the uh, hard-hitting actions for your NFL Week 6. So you can check us out all week long if you're just tuning in. Catch the archive, Periscope, Twitter, Facebook, Blog Talk, uh, iTunes. Everywhere. We're everywhere. Mike, I know a lot's going on at Miami. Mike's here in East Hanover, New Jersey. A lot of autograph events coming up. What do you got yep. going on? All right, so our next big uh, signing event is going
1: to is gonna be in two weeks, but uh, we're going to have breakfast with Stephen Baker, the touchdown maker, when the Giants go to London at 9.30 a.m. A guest
0: on our show right here last yep.
1: week? So it's breakfast with Baker on the 23rd and it's dinner with LT the same night Sunday wow. night. Whoa. So we got two big events tied into one day. Not this Sunday coming up the following Sunday it'll be breakfast with Stephen Baker the Touchdown Maker and dinner with LT of the New York Giants.
0: Right Can't there. Stop, won't stop. You just might just a, have
1: to book a hotel room for that yeah. one. all day. Well, we're here. And then, <laughs> actually, this Sunday coming up, it's our second annual Stadium Sign Sunday where you make your own stadium sign, bring your stadium sign in, and we're going to give away some great prizes.
0: Well, speaking of giveaways, uh, I think it's time to give away an easy we edge. we got a winner. And uh, we got a winner over there, Big John.
1: Come on up, pal. we got your easy edge.
0: You're the winner! Big John Studd is today's winner of the EBS Super, right here, QVC's number one seller this past Sunday, Mike. Yeah,
1: QVC, they sold over 10, uh, our good buddy Jim sold over 10,000 on our uh, QVC. The John number eight. one
0: seller from this past Sunday in QVC, Big John Stud, come on in here, nice man. man. Thanks for joining us, man. Congratulations, to you Say hi everybody, man. Who's your, who's your team, it. where you from?
1: Your, who do you like? Who's your favorite football team? Redskins. Who's Redskins, the oh.
0: Redskins Eagles. The Eagles. Well, week.
1: Congratulations. Uh, easy Edge winner here on our show at Miami Mike's. Thank you for joining nice. us, and enjoy the Easy Edge. Nice. All right. Big John man. Thank
0: you, Yeah, baby. Big John touch with the Redskins here at Miami Mike. You never know what kind of fans you're going to get. we got the Steelers crowd, the yep. Cowboys yep. crowd, the Packers crowd. Of course, the Dolphins crowd. Next Monday night we got the Jets. The 23rd we got breakfast with Baker for we the Monday. We got it up here at night. We got Tridonis clothing in the yep. building. We got the Cosgrid Iron Showcase coming in January. Uh, we time. got the fine fuel water. Can't stop Wota. We got parabolic performance behind the scenes. NFL Draft Combine performance. What else we got going on? We like just got... Texas of Route 10 we, we got t-shirts. We got to out t-shirts. Hey, can't, can't stop, stop won't, won't stop. Check it out. Let me see that red hey, one. Hey, we got a red, red one, white. too. Can't stop, won't we'll stop.
1: Send us your address. We're shipping it out, baby. We're shipping it out. All our
0: VIPs are getting That's can't right. stop, won't stop. That's right. Top. We got the red, white, and blue. Send us your size, your color. I know we promised a bunch of people. Yeah, yeah, they're coming. They're coming. We got you. Oh, baby. Can't stop. will not stop. Oh, baby. baby. It came on. Yeah, We're God. out of here, Mike. Ciao, man. Be Good night,
1: everybody. We'll see you next Monday. up,